Hello, my name is Gordon and I'm the host of this podcast, Permission to Suck Less. So the the title of the podcast is Plant Your Flag, but I want to I'm gonna start out talking about reading and, and books. And I've never really been an avid reader. When I was younger, I mean you read whatever you need to read to get through school and make A's and B's and you know, whatever. You get to college and make try not to flunk out. But I, I always love fishing and golfing and hunting and, you know, any kind of sports, anything that had to do with sports. I want to be outside. I want to be doing it and hanging out with friends. And, you know, then you get older and you have a family and you have a job that consumes most of your day and you're raising two boys. And, you know, I just it was never really an integral part of my life. But I think it was the summer summer of 16 and summer to the summer of 17 i read like 120 books and i i didn't have a tv and i love tv i love tv but i didn't have a tv and and it was like it was a cool journey it was it was really fun it it you know obviously it awakened in me a, a desire to read more and and now my my reading it kind of it ebbs and flows and but i find that i feel more grounded if i have a book on my desk and i've actually started reading two at a time just to make it a little more interesting it seems to flow a little bit better and you know i have this friend you know she, she reads like eight books at a time right and i'll be reading a book and i'll tell her about it she's like yeah i read that in eighth grade and i'm like that don't say that that hurts my feelings <laughs> I feel dumb. I, there's so many things I haven't read, so I'm not pretending that I've read a ton. But anyway, I, I do think it keeps me more grounded, and so I, I try to make a, a habit of that, and I think, you know, most of us should. So it brings me to today. So I just read this book called Stoner. It's written by John Williams. The main character is William Stoner. He's raised on a farm. He was a kid. They were poor and is in Missouri. And his parents put enough money together they're like hey you need to get out of here we're going to send you to the university of columbia in missouri and he just you know stoner was an introvert you know had no friends at all so he goes to college and he gets his degree and then he ends up you know being a professor there and along the way he meets edith and they get married and have a daughter named grace and I'll summarize the book real quick. Number one, this book was amazing, amazingly written. And um, so I'll summarize the book, which is they get married, live unhappily ever after, and the end, you know, he dies. And I'm sitting there thinking, and so they tell the story about them living together and their you know, ups and downs, and there are really no ups. And... And I'm thinking, why would you, why would you do that? Why would you live like that? And if he'd have been alive to, this is like in the 20s, I think. But if he'd have been alive today, it, it would have been obvious because, you know, she was an avoidant with a lot of trauma that, and he was a people pleaser and by God, they would never make it, right? You guessed it. Um, she secluded herself, she was withdrawn, and he kind of had no choice but to, you know, kind of do the same thing and, you know, carry his interest into just his work. And, and like I said, the, the loveless marriage continued till his death. And I'm like, why, why would you, 
why would you do that to yourself and to someone else? And my theory, if you go back to when they met each other, she was from this very aristocratic family and very secluded and he called on her and I think she felt chosen. And, you know, when she said yes, then he felt like, okay, I'm chosen as well. And I, like, I know, I know that I'm, you know, I've been guilty of this, not a lot, but some. And, and when someone chooses you, you know, you're like, okay, I feel good about myself. And so they must be okay as well. And it, it not only happens in relationships, it happens in work. You know, I've, you know, when we were started out, man, we would, if somebody chose us, we'd go to work. We didn't care what they were like. And, you know, we've had a great list of clients through my whole career, but some are very difficult. And, you know, there are a lot of, there. I'll say this, I know there's some bad contractors out there, but there's, there's some awful clients. And fortunately, we haven't really crossed paths with them, but we're pretty accommodating, so we can usually get through it. But uh, I, I, I sort of feel like, you know, believe that if you want to be in a relationship and that feeling is reciprocal, then you can likely make it work out. But we need to be the ones choosing and not vice versa. You know, choosing ourselves sort of as we choose them. So I made a list of what I've learned and, and continue to learn is, 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 you know, number one on the list is, is, and this is work, this is people, this is friendships, this is any of this stuff. This is just, you know, interactions with people is just be fucking picky. Be picky with your time. Be picky with who you are. And it goes back to, you know, that I'll start with the planting your flag, which is, you know, this is who I am and this is, you know, we could talk about boundaries and all and setting them, but those aren't, you, you know, you set those in yourself and kind of what you allow people to do as far as waste your time or, or what have you. And, and so, so be fucking picky and then like, don't be afraid to lose, don't be afraid to lose anything or anyone. And so we, I've talked to a couple friends about this, which is one foot in, one foot out. Tucker and I talk about this a good bit, which you, you know, whether it's work or, you know, new client or whether it's a relationship is, you know, you go, you put one foot in and you go and you kind of all in, but you're also one foot out, which is you're, you're not committing yourself so much that you just get ruined by it. And, you know, desperate is not a good look. And if you're looking to be chosen and that's all you need to be, um, desperate's not a winning strategy. And I wish I'd learned this, especially in business, way longer. Um, it it, it would have saved. I do it better now than I used to. And, you know, part of it is we get a lot, little more, we have more clients come to us first than us sort of chasing them. But it would have saved a lot of time and, and we've definitely probably made a lot more money. Um, now I go into a client relation, like a meeting and have, have like zero expectations. And I just, just be me and, and see where it lands. And it talks, kind of reminds me of, you know, when people say, you know, be your authentic self. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Because 
my authentic self, I feel like it changes like with the people I'm with. And I know it shouldn't be that, but I, I don't, you know, you're, you're with your dad and you're a certain way and you're with your, you know, lover and you're certain, I, I, I mean, you're sort of, I don't know, that one, that one confuses me, but all you can do is just try to be like committed to who you are and what you stand for. Um, I try to trust my gut and my gut, you know, if somebody's, you know, praising you, giving you accolades and you're like, oh, I love this person or I like this client or whatever, but you still kind of try to read between the lines and I go back to the whole awesome awareness thing as opposed to overthinking, which is, you know, you, you, you pay attention to details and you, you know, if something does, you know, in your gut tell you that, hey, this isn't great, then, you know, you find a way to communicate that. And, and, you know, being authentic, planting your flag, stand your ground. Um, you don't have to be an ass about it. You just have to be you. And it, it, it's weird because I love sitting around reading books. And I love, like, I love being home. I don't love it more than anything else, but I like going fishing. I like being isolated and by myself or with someone else who enjoys being isolated and by themselves. But if you know, if I were hanging around people that wanted to go somewhere, I'd go somewhere, right? You want somebody to help sort of balance out that life. But for me, it's like I want to do that stuff together. You know, that that's why it's not the thing, it's the who. So it makes me think about like being uh, back to the back to the planting your flag. So the whole blending thing of being together is, is like you blend, but you don't want to blend too much, right? And no excessive accommodating. And no, my word is chameleoning. And I've, I've like, I've done that crap. And I've, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. You know, maybe you get, you know, so wrapped up in a client and they're rich and you're thinking, you know, this is going to be great for our company profile and you just tell them anything they want to hear. It doesn't matter. Same thing with relationship, right? You do the same thing and you just blend and blend and blend and all of a sudden you're not who you're supposed to be. You're not even yourself. You, you sort of lost yourself along the way. And I just, I, I really fight that. I really tell myself to do something. Just, just, you know, be more me and be able to, you know, back to the, you know, telling them no is okay. And I remember telling a client, no, there's a big house. And, and they were like, you're going to build this. I'm like, I, I don't think we're a good fit. And I don't know if they were shocked or surprised or what have you, but it, I just, like, I was, I was convinced that they weren't. And I'm not always right, but at least I don't have to experience or figure that out along the way. Same thing with relationships. You know, being told, being told no is okay. I'd, I'd much rather a client tell us no I'd much rather, a, you know, a potential girlfriend say, hey, we're not really a good fit. I'd like it to be sooner rather than later because it's, it'd be a little more humane and a time saver. Um, telling someone no is honesty in two simple letters, really. Um, I had a little note down here. You know, when you are true to who you are, I do give a fuck and don't. Zero regrets. Give it your best, go all in, then step back and watch. Don't chase people, don't chase clients, don't chase friendships. Plant your flag and be so real it almost hurts. 
And I'll leave you with this. And if you are with someone, choose yourself and choose them every fucking day. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.